Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。这个月我们要跟大家谈的是在台湾扎根最深的传统剧种布袋戏。身为一个独步全球的表演艺术，布袋戏是台湾全民的共同记忆。这个月就让我们一起来了解台湾布袋戏的奥妙。Our topic this month is on the most deeply rooted performing arts of Taiwan, glove puppetry. Together, let's explore the past, the present, and the future of this art form that has single-handedly comprised the fondest childhood memories of many Taiwanese people. This week, we'll explore Taiwan's contemporary glove puppetry scene, what the music and the presentation look like in the 21st century, and who are the dominant forces behind its creative content. 这一周，我们来了解台湾布袋戏近期的发展，从金光到霹雳布袋戏。音乐、后台以及新媒体的繁衍。我们邀请到的是台湾布袋戏名人黄俊雄的长女黄凤仪。她不但是一位杰出的台语歌手，也是新一代布袋戏歌后的接班人。Our guest for this week's topic is Jenny Huan, the daughter of Taiwan's glove puppetry legend Toshio Huan. 昨天我们有请 Jenny 自我介绍，那今天我们再谈一谈金光跟霹雳布袋戏到底不同之处在哪里。金光跟霹雳，呃，因为出自同一个血脉嘛，对，就是同一个家族。他其实，在拍摄的方式上，其实作业上都是大同小异的，在剧情上有差别，就是系列的差别。就霹雳后来发展出素环真、一页书这些角色，就是呃，他们的主线主角是这个金光这边，就是继续传承实验文，然后再把它创新。两个故事，两边系列故事的世界观啊、时代背景啊这些，我觉得其实是差不多，但是偶的装扮上风格会有一点差别。霹雳系列这边，它会有更多华丽、精致的一些装扮，对，超越那个它的时代背景的一些装扮。金光这边呢，它除了有华丽精致的装扮，然后它也有一些比较平民的、没有那么漂亮的人物，大众化一点的。大概装扮上的差别就是这样子。音乐其实现在都很接近。那音乐这个部分，我要讲到以往布袋戏音乐可能会用很多演歌啊，这比较日系的东洋风的东西。再来到你七零年代的时候，刚开始使用西洋音乐进来布袋戏，就是我父亲嘛，黄俊雄，对，他是第一位把这个西洋音乐摆进来的。那我们很熟悉的，就是呃《出埃及记》的这个电影配乐。那他到最后，很多台湾的大众，他们就会以为说这是史艳文的音乐啊。只要一听到梆梆梆梆梆梆梆，就是说，哎，史艳文的音乐，他们不知道什么是《出埃及记》。一直到就是民国七十几年之后，呃，开始有慢慢的转变，因为以前著作权法的概念没有那么的完整，应该是民国八十几年开始有原创音乐出现。这个时候我就要提到呃，荒山亮老师。
我觉得他是带给布袋戏音乐一个很大的风格的转变。这时候就出现了像是摇滚武侠这样子的曲风，在布袋戏歌曲来表现摇滚武侠是非常非常的适合跟特别，它就变成一个很独特的风格。如果大家有去听。霹雳或者是金光的片头曲的话，你会很明显的感受到那个风格的不同。它也不算流行歌，它也不是完全的摇滚歌曲，它就是一个独特的布莱西风格。然后这时候就会有很多的原创音乐出现，那布莱西这个产业也造就了这样子的布莱西配乐的风格。里面是有很多中西融合的乐器。那现在比较属于很传统的布袋戏的配乐的录制还有吗？啊、嗯呃，现在其实，在电视布袋戏已经几乎是没有了。Okay. 对，除非我们呃，可能有一些表演活动需要特别的来展示传统的部分，那我们就会请后场的师傅。来做这些传统乐器的表演。OK， 对，呃，这些师傅乐手们，他们大概年纪是不是也都大了？哇，很大哦，大概都有七十以上。那传承有对象吗？有呃医生在学习、呃，还是有医生在学习。像我爸爸，他底下有几位医生，他们也是从传统学的，也是懂后场这些东西，而且自己本身。兴趣也很重要，嗯，对他要喜欢这样子的艺术，他才会愿意去学。跟父亲一起学的医生，他们大概都几岁？呃，现在最年轻的应该是大概一九八七，对，三十几岁，对对对，三十出头、啊，是爸爸这边的。OK， 但是如果是电视布袋戏制作的部分，就有很年轻的八零后的很多、哦，真的，对，然、哦、所以年轻的学生也是有兴趣的，<笑>对对。Pili and Jingguang puppet shows are two different series of productions in Taiwan. Their shooting operations are usually quite familiar because, after all, the producers come from the same Huang family. But the plot of the stories are different. Pili shows created the well-known characters of Su Huanzhen and Yi Yeshu, while Jingguang shows continue the legend of Shi Yanwen with some new plots. On the design of puppets. Pili shows puppets are flashy and colorful, while the style of Jingguang's puppets varies from down to earth to glamorous. Taiwan glove puppetry shows used to adopt a lot of Japanese anka, yanke. Jenny's father Huang Junshong was the first to bring in Western music, such as the movie soundtrack of Exodus. That piece of music became so popular that many people associated Exodus. With the stories of Shi Yanwen, and even thought that master puppeteer Huang was the composer. As copyright laws became more and more developed in the 80s, musicians like Huang Shanliang emerged in the 90s to start creating original scores for puppet shows. His style is sometimes described as rock and roll and martial art music, which is very unique and very suitable for the new generation of glove puppetry productions. Of course, the puppetry industry has also nurtured a whole group of talent devoted to writing songs for the shows. That's it for today's conversation about contemporary glove puppetry and music. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the importance of the music and its sound effects. 明天的节目上，我们将跟大家谈到近代布袋戏的音乐还有音效。
And this is yet another episode of Tales and Treasures of Taiwan on ICRT. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>